Welcome back to the Mobile Home Investing Lessons Podcast with your host, John Fedro. Tune in weekly, plus listen to past episodes designed to make you money, save you time, and give you confidence as an active mobile home investor. Now, here's your host, John Fedro. Welcome back. John Fedro here with another Mobile Home Investing Lessons Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm sitting here with my uh, co-hosting microphone a mobile home investor, Stephen. Stephen, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me on the show. I'm excited. Right on. Excellent. Now, we're going to be talking about topics that you came up with, which I'm actually very happy that we're talking about. Um, and the first one being, uh, on this podcast, we're going to discuss uh, starting your own uh, sort of real estate investment club. Um, and if you, now you've, you've done this, um, was it from scratch or did you inherit somebody somebody else's? I started uh, my mo- my own meetup group from scratch uh, probably a year and a half ago now, uh, based it off of meetup groups I had attended in the past, and, and there was a need for one in my market, so I, I got it going. Right on. Now, so that's what we're going to be talking about. So meetup.com, uh, you can start your own meetup group there. I'm sure most folks know are familiar with meetup.com. If you're not, head over there. It's it's an awesome site. Uh, or your own, your own. Uh, there's other sites like uh, REI or National uh, Real Estate Investment. Uh, wait, National REI a.com um, there you have to be sort of a member of the national RIA um, however that's something that you can definitely start um, there's procedures in, uh, in, in place however let's talk about meetup because that's most people's sort of the easiest uh, viable way to start your own meetup group and kind of tell us about how that progressed you, you went to a number um, of meetup groups or real estate investment clubs just you, you had to drive more than an hour away from your hometown there was nothing uh, this was, close this was actually when i was in colorado springs um there was probably a, a different meetup group i could go to at least once a week um so i attended a lot of them some some were really good some were good a couple of them were meh um and uh when i moved out here to fargo moorhead area uh I, I didn't know how to network because there were none of these groups. Uh, I, I couldn't figure out where to meet other investors and find like-minded people. And uh, so I kind of started asking other real estate professionals, like, hey, would this be something you'd be interested in? Would it be beneficial if I had a group? And uh, sure enough, they were saying yes, so I, I got it going. And, uh, you know, we're a year and a half strong now. How have you seen the are the attendees uh, grow or shrink, or is it is it different times of the year when people kind of show up? Or now that real estate has been getting stronger and stronger, are there more people coming? Um, well, when we first started out, it was um, pretty active investors, you know, and, and highly professional people that were coming. And it, it was a, a small group of us, you know. I think the first one we had, uh, you know, eight maybe. Um, including myself, and uh, those guys kind of um, have fallen to the wayside because they're they're already busy enough with their investing. They've got enough experience, um, and so we've picked up um, a, a different crowd of people now that we've been going, and it's generally between 15 and 20 people, I would say, and we've got people ranging from, you know, someone who's a rehabber and does wholesaling. We've got a guy who syndicates deals down in uh, Belize every so often come and attend, and of course, we've got a lot of new people who are um, looking to get started. They they got the real estate bug and they're looking for more information. And then there's the um, smaller mid-time players that uh, have a handful of properties and you know are, are there to network and learn from some of the topics that we've got 
every month. Right on. Where uh, where do where do you meet typically? Uh, we meet at a uh, Marlins family restaurant. It's it's kind of like a Perkins, um, okay. you know, very American carbohydrate food. Um, <laughs> we we've got a, a separate little conference room that we go to. That's um, we can close the doors, have it private because we've usually got a speaker each month, and you know we'll show up, we'll network, we'll order food and drinks, and uh, listen to the speaker. Very good. Can you tell uh, the last few months? And uh, these these are these are once a month, correct? With yours. We try to do it once a month, yeah. Okay. And then uh, what are some of the speakers? Or who've, who've they been experts in? Or what have they been experts in? Well, we've kind of been all over the place. We've had a lady come speak about uh, REITs, real estate investment trusts, which uh, a number of the investors had no idea what that even was. Um, so it was a good educational one there. We've had a, a uh, an appraiser come by, a commercial um, realtor with one of the bigger companies in town came and, and talked. We've had... Um, somebody who's an expert with landlord-tenant law, share their information, someone with um, banking, you know, kind of trying to hit as many of these topics as, as possible and still looking for, you know, some more rehab contractor experts um, kind of on the fix and flip side of things. Right on. And have the, uh, has, you know, one of the benefits of obviously running your own group is that you get to network and chit chat with almost everybody or with everybody that comes through. Has that directly uh, resulted in a deal for you yet? Uh, not yet. Um, you know, it's I've certainly gotten some leads from people. There's one guy there that uh, he'll send me some mobile home leads if he gets them because he doesn't do them. He doesn't know how to do them and doesn't want to do them. So he sends them my way. I'm okay, great. Um, haven't closed one yet. Um, and same goes for every everyone else that's there. You know, if they come across something and, and they want to bounce ideas off me or send me the lead, I'm happy to take that lead, obviously, or um, give them feedback on, on whatever questions they might have. I've been getting a, a number of different uh, luncheons and, and coffees with people out of this group. So uh. it's been beneficial so far, and I anticipate... You know, there might be a partnership coming down the road eventually. Excellent. Have you seen what or what? What's something that that you've been surprised to discover while starting and operating your own uh, meetup group? Um, ooh, the hardest thing probably is um, that I was surprised was finding that speaker every month. Um, I, you know, it's I, I had no idea how difficult it would be to to track somebody down to get them one night a month to come speak who I felt would be a very good, credible source for us to look up to. Um, Cause I mean, they're not, I'm paying dinner for them. They're not getting paid otherwise than that. Um, so it's a little hard sometimes to convince some of these very experienced professionals to take an evening of their day away from their family and uh, come out and you know, speak to a bunch of strangers that they probably won't ever see again. That makes sense. Are you charging for this meetup or is this free at the moment? Nope. Nope. This one's free for now. Um, I've given some thought about making it a national one. Um, of course, then you have to start paying dues. Um, I think it, you know, if you pay monthly, it's $10 per person. And the benefit there is, uh, you get some, um, benefits with Home Depot and other contracting companies and you get resources, uh, such as what lawyers to use, um, different paperwork, I think automatically gets included. Um, but I, I haven't moved down that route too far yet. Excellent. Now, the uh, back in Tampa Bay, I, I ran a very successful. Um, it was a meetup group as well. 
Um, and I actually inherited it. It was, uh, you know, I was, I was a member of all these meetups. And I don't know if you've had this experience yet, but if the, if the organizer doesn't pay, then meetup will send just a mass email to everybody in the group saying, hey, you know, somebody pay the 60 bucks and step up because your organizers either stepped down or hasn't renewed or their credit card failed or whatever it might be. So I took over this group um, and then kind of brought it back from the dead. But there were so many members uh, just kind of waiting to be, um, led, but you know the group was sort of inactive. I don't know if you've come across that yet with with Meetup. Um, I know it's happened before uh, with other Meetup groups, and um, you know, just like you're saying, they get picked up usually by someone else in in the group if it's been a good active right. uh, networking opportunity. Um, I'm not planning to step down anytime soon. <laughs> um, <laughs> of course, but uh, it, it'd be nice sometimes to have a little extra help just to. Uh, brainstorm ideas of who we could have come share their their experience and information um, some things that I was thinking about is that whenever you go to a meetup group or a real estate club um, or real estate investors association meeting you know talk to the organizer ask them if there's anything that you can do to help whether it's coming in and setting up chairs or helping breaking down some stuff at the end you know if you're newer in this business or you, you don't you don't know those organizers those are good people to know so you know go over and above and ask if they need any help I mean if you if you can't create your own you know, go the next route, which is, you know, helping the folks that are active investors that are putting on these meetup groups and see how you can, how you can help them. Uh, something that I did when I changed, when I took over that meetup group in Tampa was I sort of changed it because all the other meetup groups I felt were not stuffy, but I think if I can say one word where people will understand, you know, that would be the descriptive word of that. These meetup groups and real estate and clubs were kind of stuffy. And so what I did was I changed it to a bar setting, um, or you could do something like maybe, uh, mothers who are real estate investors. You know, I'm just kind of thinking out, out, out loud here. Um, but, yeah. you know, those are sort of different niches that you could do. But excellent. I wanted to bring this up and have like an entire podcast about it because this is a serious way to not only help your business and then get your name out there and meet how many people coming into the area and they need, you know, they're, they're going to look at you as the, as the, as the expert. Um, yeah, yeah. They're, they're looking at, at me as, as a credible, more credible source and, um, you know, somebody who knows has a connection to a lot of people that maybe they need down the road. Yeah. I bet that this has sort of forced you as well to kind of step up and learn more. You know, now that you're the teacher or not even the teacher, you're kind of like the mo the moderator that I'm assuming because it, it did the same for me where I'm like, oh, man, I got to, you know, step up and I got to know my stuff here. So does that in itself sort of drive, you know, the your thirst for knowledge as well because you're in this new role of organizer? Um, I, I'm not sure that I'd say uh, it's the same for me, um, honestly. It's because uh, I, I feel like I don't know everything, so usually most of the time the, the idea for the speaker comes from, huh, what do I want to learn about? Oh, landlord tenant law. Sure, that sounds like a great topic. Um, you know, until I get more input from other people, it's kind of hard to read people's minds on, on what they feel they, they want to learn more because it's such a mixed bag of people that come and show up. You know, we have some landlords, we've got some flippers, we've got, um, there's one lady who uh, invests in rural small towns only, um, other guys do fourplexes and bigger. Um, so it's it's kind of all over the board and hard to narrow it down all the time to one thing. So it's got to be general enough, but but interesting enough to be specific to something and okay. someone. 
So don't, so don't force it. I mean, what I just heard is that you're not putting the pressure on you. I mean, you're there to help and to get these things organized. Yeah. And Okay, perfect. I like that way better because I think a lot of the people listening, uh, if they are newer folks, that will be, you know, the, the one thing that might stop them is like, I don't, you know, I barely know what, I, what I'm doing. So that makes sense. That, that completely changes the, you know, paradigm. If, you know, you're not the expert, you're just the person putting this together and trying to have you know, knowledgeable people come into your um, meetup group and teach them, teach, teach, teach everybody, including yourself. And I like the second um, the, the thought that you had, which was, you know, ask people what they want to hear, you know, give them surveys or give them questionnaires so that you know, you know, don't think you know, but you really know, okay, what do people want to learn? What will people pay for? What do people um, want to get out of this meetup group? So, Stephen, thank you so much for being here and giving this um, advice for everybody and starting your own meetup. Um, which is just a great, yeah, I, great thing to do. I'm glad to help, and it's you know, it's nice when I hear from people. They're they're happy that there's this kind of a group in the area. It makes me feel good. The ideas and advice given in today's episode are for entertainment purposes only. If you have future ideas or questions for upcoming episodes, please email us at support at mobilehomeinvesting.net. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, the biggest compliment you can give is to like and share this podcast with your friends. 